MSKS Radio on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are feeling the fall blues. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. I, did you do that? I did it from memory, but I almost forgot to say it. <laughs> you finished, and I was going to be like, I was going to start saying something, and I was like, oh shit, no, I, I got a thing I got to do. <laughs> oh no, I've got, I've got a responsibility. Yeah, there's one, I, one thing. You gave me one task. No, you're doing most of this. Let's be, let's be real here. Um, so as you can tell, this is uh, one of our uh, phone call episodes. Yes. Because Kelsey is away. Very far away. Very far away. Where Where were you this morning? Uh, this morning I was in Skagway, Alaska. Cool. And now I'm back in Whitehorse. And uh, what uh, what's in Whitehorse? Oh. I feel like the correct answer is not a lot. It's a tough cue. <laughs> it's a tough cue. <laughs> um, well, because Whitehorse is the uh, territorial capital, there's a bit more here than there would be. Um, there's a great rec center because the Canada Games were held here in like 2010 or some shit like that. Okay. So it's like, oh my god, I was just going to give you a Red Deer reference, but you wouldn't know what that is. Um, it's just like, I don't know, it's like Terwilliger, I guess. Oh, okay. And, um, good news is there's three Starbucks. Oh, that is good news. There's a Pizza Hut, there's two Tim Hortons, there's even a Marble Slab, which is pretty great. Which I'm sure is um, a place that you've been frequenting. Only once, so far. <laughs> if there was a Menchie's here, um, I'm sure my husband would be at that thing on the daily. And it's just the great outdoors, kind of, other than grocery stores and such. Well, there you go. How many people do would you say live in Whitehorse? Because I've never been there. Uh, in the Yukon, it's like thirty-six thousand, but Whitehorse is like twenty-five. Oh, okay. So it's most most everybody's here. So it's a lot like uh, Northwest Territories, with like Yellowknife and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Everybody's pretty centered around this one place, so. Which is why there's a lot more here than maybe there would be. True. That's very true. For a town that's like 25,000, like there's an Earl's here. Right. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like you say. Because it's the capital and whatever. There's lots going on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good. Yeah. So just doing my thing up here, which is aimlessly living. So that's cool. That's the best kind of living. For sure. Just no direction whatsoever. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I would like to. I know I would. That's a lie. I can only do that for like a week, and then I go crazy. So. I thought I was going a little bit crazy, just because most of the day I am alone and like don't really 
see anyone or talk to anyone because like I don't know anybody here except for my husband um and then his dad came up for the weekend and that was like really nice to just have some socializing right and then after one day I was like exhausted (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was I was thinking yeah it'd be nice to like socialize but then also like please go away yeah exactly and then of course because it's so far to come here you're like spending every single second with another person and it's just like not I'm too much of an introvert for that but it was a really lovely vacation that we did so well that's good uh-huh. I felt that way on Friday because I'm an idiot see and I'm the uh, teacher in charge of the swim team at my school and um, we had a meeting, an organizational meeting, on Friday at lunch. And there were 85 kids in my classroom. Oh, my God. And before I even started the meeting, I just walked out and I said, I regret every life choice I have ever made that has led me to this point. 85? Yeah, too many. That's like a solid 35 too many, I think. Well, for sure. How many did you have last year? Uh, we started off with about 75, and then it dropped down probably to about 55. Wow. So I'm hoping you just sounded like Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that it'll drop off from, like, uh, 85 down to about 55 again would be about perfect. Um... Because unlike the school that you taught at, uh, I don't want to treat the swim team like an intramural sport. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a requirement for, like, the football team to also swim. Um, And things like that. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So I regretted all of my decisions that led me to being the person in charge of that meeting. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that a lot. It's, It's overwhelming. Well, yeah, and then also especially, I was lucky on Friday I had a prep after lunch, so I had some, like, time I could get away from people for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, it, just having all those people, like, in my space was really frustrating to me. Yeah, for sure. Especially because it's usually filled, sure, but not that full. No, there's, like, room <laughs> to walk around and stuff. Room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I had like, yeah, I had all these kids in there and I I said to them, I said, well, it's going to be a little bit different than it's been in the past because, you know, uh, this person's not around right now and this person is off, um, on sick leave. And so like, I'm going to make some decisions and that means that for the first time in a really long time, we're going to cut people. Uh, and they were like, you can't cut us. And I was like, I don't care if you're good swimmers. That's not why people are getting cut. I said, people are going to get cut if their attitudes suck and if their attendance is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't particularly care how well you swim. Which is, like, swim. pretty fair. If you don't show up, then you don't deserve to be on the team, dude. Well, and, and also, because we have to, like, it costs us money to book pool time. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There's a maximum number of people that they want us to have per lane, uh, which we always mm-hmm. go over at the beginning and all those kind of things. Uh, and I just sort of feel that, like, if you're not there to actually do something, you are legitimately wasting space. Mm-hmm. And, like, I will say that I believe that other people are a waste of space for, like, other reasons. 
Um, but in this case, I just mean like you are actually taking up physical space in the pool from someone who wants to be there. Yeah, for sure. So they were, once I, once I explained it, they were like, oh, okay, that's not so bad then. Um, but I said, but we will be ruthless in the first three weeks. Uh, about getting rid of people who aren't showing up. I said, cause if you're going to commit, you're going to commit all the way or you're not going to commit at all. There's no halfway. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's like 9 million exceptions cause there are some football players who want to swim, uh, which was a whole big old thing for reasons. Um, and is it some... because you're the sponsor? Uh, no, well, no, it's because it's like, they're mostly kids that I've taught and like the younger brother of a kid that I've taught and, and stuff, but it was like a, it was, there was a conversation was had and the, the conversation sort of went, well, if they have to choose, they're going to choose football. And I was like, well, I'll never be the person who makes them choose. So way to be a dick. <laughs> but anyway, um, but there's also volleyball players who are like, well, we can't come to afternoon practices. And I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. But you have to be able to come to those practices in the morning. Uh-huh. Cause if you can't, then I don't want you. And you don't get to just show up in November when volleyball is over. Yeah, it's just as much of a team as volleyball is. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing that's, that's going on. Uh, so that's fun. And, like, teaching is exhausting. And, I mean, I know I know this, and I say this every year. Like, when it starts, I'm always like, God, I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? But, like, it's exhausting. No, of course it is. You're making 80 million decisions in a day. Of course you're exhausted. And just dealing with people all the time. And after going for, like, summer... So, like, after we did our last um, show where we were together, before Uh I took you to the airport that day, um, the day after, I went on the football trip. Oh, right. Which was super fun. I had a great time. Uh, I don't know... This is nothing against, like, the time that I had. I thought it was wonderful. But, like... We went out, we went on a, t- we went up to Cold Lake and we went on a tour of the base, which was super cool. Um, so it was like, uh, me and two other teachers, three other teachers, I guess, and, uh, one other coach and 50 kids, which isn't terrible. Um, but that was like the most people I had been around in a concentrated like time and place since summer school ended. And oh, yeah, I, was, absolutely. <laughs> I was really feeling it. So when we were done our tour at the base, during which I yelled at a couple of the boys because they were like practically wrestling on the floor of this like airplane hangar. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's just football. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I was like, no, you don't understand. If they get hurt, we are on a military base. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they do, but I don't want to do the paperwork that deals with them getting hurt on a base. Like, what is wrong with you? Anyway, that was a whole oh big God. old thing. But then... They just don't fight. <laughs> yeah, like, I just do... I don't care. Like, drown each other in the pool, but at least don't do it on, like, government property. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was... And it was mostly like, oh, and also, because I had the car, so I was like, man, if somebody gets hurt, guess who's got to go to the hospital? And I was just like, I don't want to deal with this stuff. Um, but then when we were done and we got back to the hotel... Uh, we had some time before they had practice and to like go eat or whatever. And I just like walked away. I was like, I'll be back whenever I need to be back. I need some time. Uh And I just like walked away and I found a place that there were no kids. And I just like sat for half an hour. Didn't say a word. 
Just we're by yourself. Just by myself. I had a book. I was listening to some music, and I ate, and I was like, okay, I can go back and face the rest of this nonsense. Amazing. It was Love a lot. It. it was it was a lot. But then going back to school is just that all the time, without the ability to have a half an hour break to like face the nonsense better later. I know, because if you have your half an hour break, aka your lunch break, totally alone, then you're like totally alone, and yes. you feel even more isolated than if you were to go talk to staff, because at least they're adults, and they're idiots, sure, but they're not as much idiots as children are. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I think they're more self-aware. Uh, sometimes, yes. But like, they're less loud. Like, that what is, is true. Teens? Why are they just yelling all the time? All the time. Just all the time. And they think that I care about the things they have to say. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> like, 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 you oh, know? God, like, kidding. the kids will be, like, telling me a story, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and I don't even know what they're saying. Because I just stopped listening about 45 seconds before. Oh, God, yeah, for sure. And you sometimes so that conversation... Fake listen. And sometimes that conversation only started, like, 30 seconds before, but I wasn't even listening when it started. And I'm just like, yeah, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. And it's so funny, too, the beginning of the year, right? Like, because you got new, the new kids in the school and, um, you know, people finding their way around and getting lost and, you know, trying to figure out, like, timetables and timetables are getting switched. And, like, there's all this chaos and confusion. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to, like, next week... When it's a little bit less chaotic. For sure. And then you can, like, actually start to remember names and stuff. Yeah. Like, our school's been pretty good about not putting a bunch of new people and pulling kids out of classes unless it's, like, absolutely necessary. Like, they want course changes all done by... Um, July, probably. Well, no, they. I think our deadline this year was, like, August 28th. They wanted all the course changes done by as much as possible. And so then it's just, like, a few here and there rather than a whole bunch. Um, which is nice. But, you know, there's still the phone calls like, hey, I have this this kid who needs to take this class and you've already got 35. Can you handle another one? And you're like, well, if I say no, you're going to put her in there anyway, so okay. I know. That's never a question. It's more like a FYI, this is already done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been uh it's been uh, this last week was insane. Like it was just absolutely crazy. And uh I went home on Friday and I slept for like 5 hours and then I woke up for an hour and went back to bed for another 5 hours. Yeah, it sounds about normal. Yeah, I uh did not like that. I didn't like that I'd gotten that tired in a week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't even a week, it was Monday off. I know. I know, because it, well, I guess for me it started last week, because we started, like, the two days before, um, with kids, but on the Friday, a friend of mine got married, and I did the photography, mm-hmm. so it was, like, two full work days. Plus that, yeah. Because it was, like, because, like, on that Friday, I, like, worked a full day, and then I left a little bit early, uh, so I could get to her mom's house, and then I was there from, like, 3.20, and I got home at 1 in the morning. So it was oh, like, boy. it was like, yeah, two full work days, um, in that one day. And I was like, oh, I can't do this on a Friday. That's too much. For sure. I understand why people get married on Fridays though, but yes, it's rough. Yeah. And I mean, and it made sense. Like it was good. It was the Friday, the long weekend. And, and so it was good for people who were traveling and, and whatnot, because then they could like stick around Edmonton for 
a little bit longer afterwards, uh-huh. which was nice because then they had, you know, their stuff to do and, and whatnot on the long weekend. And yeah, but it was just, it was a long day and I slept for a long time on Saturday last week. And as you should, as and you deserve. Delightful. But other than that, you know, everything's great. I, you know, I'm not so tired that I want to cry all the time or anything, so I'm good. It's all good. Good. And I'm going to try. This is a going on record, I guess. So I'm going to try and get out of bed at like 5.45 every day. Oh, even God, though I, those swim practices, Megan. I know, but even oh, though I don't God. have swim practice every day, I feel like if I just do it every day, it'll just be easier. Rather than, like, only getting up early, like, twice a week or whatever. I know, but at what cost? I I don't sleep anyway, so what difference does it make? Um, well, yeah, that's, that's true. So, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, I woke up at 5.45 on Thursday morning, and I texted one of my buddies at work at, like, 6.30, and I was like, I'm gonna bring you coffee, because I've been awake for 45 minutes already. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna need it when I get there, so you're gonna benefit from this. And then the here, same, the here, same just thing. Take advantage of my stupidity. Yeah, and the same thing <laughs> happened on Friday, except instead of five forty-five, it was like ten after six. But it was still like for me, that's super early. Um, without well, an alarm. Well, I got up at eight a.m. for the first time in don't know, and Megan, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. But I've been going to bed at like two two thirty because I don't have responsibilities in the morning so I'll just like go to bed and then start a book at 10 and then finish that book at 2 in the morning Uh (laughs) and then just try to go to sleep because inevitably I've just read a thriller or a serial killer mystery and now I'm just like wired it's a bad cycle yeah that hasn't been good (laughs) that's unideal that's what happens to me in summer school I like go home after summer school and I sleep and then I uh you know, do the marking or whatever it is I need to do, and then I go to bed at, like, 2.30 because I'm not tired because I had a nap in the afternoon, and it just carries on until I die. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Which we're just, you know, gradually steamrolling our way towards. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Like we said, what, 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 what was our opening? I don't even remember anymore. What did we say? Fall blues? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you mean not funny but real? Yeah, no, it's not funny but real, yeah. That's that's what it is. (laughs) So we're going to make a new shirt. It's going to say, it's not funny, but it's real. Um, Oh, okay. Holy shit, I'm writing that down because it's actually pretty good. Can't you imagine it, like, on a mug, on a poster, like an inspirational poster? I'm thinking, like, a three-quarter length baseball team. (laughs) Oh man, I think we need to like trademark that shit. We probably should. Cam, 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 cam. Nobody steal that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what do you want to talk about today? Do you got anything going on? I got nothing, Megan. Legit nothing. I'm (laughs) trying to catch up on a lot of shit, and I got home because my phone was on airplane mode when we were in the U.S. Because I didn't want to do that again to my phone bill after I was gone for a fucking month before. Um, and just, just open up Twitter and it's just a lot of shit, Megan. Did you, uh, read anything about, uh, Serena Williams? Yeah, yeah. 
super did. That was the first thing I looked at. And I was like, why uh, Why is men? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you've read about it, I would like to talk about it for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. Um, when you're for a good time, not a long time? Sure. Again, this is not funny, but it's very real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Here's the here, here's the thing. I didn't watch the tennis when it was on because I was doing some other stuff. Um, but I was kind of following along on Twitter and people were like, what is going on? Oh my God. Oh my God. She's being outplayed. And like, so at first people were just like, oh, she's probably going to lose this match because she didn't play well. And I feel like if that had been the case, which I don't think she played as well as she could have, and that's fine. I don't think there's any, any issue about any of this stuff. Um, the problem, of course, comes from this chair umpire essentially like exerting an authority that he didn't need to. Mm -hmm. And when you look at situations that have happened with this particular umpire and with others in similar situations, uh, in men's grand slam tournaments, um, it's very different how those are treated. Yes. And, Absolutely. And so I've been reading a lot of, there's a lot of shit on the internet because the internet is just a fucking cesspool um, of like, wow, maybe if she, you know, she wasn't such a poor loser, it wouldn't have been such a, and I was like, that's not the issue. She was no, not upset that she lost the game or the match, I should say. She's not, I don't think that's the thing. I mean, she's upset, but that's not why what happened on the court happened on the court. Um, and I was, it was very interesting sort of listening to some conversation and reading some uh, some editorial pieces about sort of why this matters and why it's such a big deal and why at the end of it all she was so visibly upset because it took away any of the joy that Naomi Osaka had from winning that tournament. Yeah, absolutely. And that it, was also robbed from her and both of them were so upset. Oh, it was just, it's devastating. Like, absolutely devastating. You, you go and you, you know, like, for, for Osaka, like, Serena Williams is her idol, and she plays her, and she beats her in a Grand Slam final, and, like, what an amazing thing, and it's overshadowed mm -hmm. by all of this controversy. Yeah. Um, which I feel like, if Serena Williams wasn't Serena Williams, wouldn't have been as much controversy. No. Especially when you have this umpire who has, like, documented evidence of treating male players with much less care really towards these types of infractions than in that match, even in high stakes matches. And it, it was really frustrating too to see former um, male tennis athletes on Twitter being like, this is bullshit. I once said like, fuck you to him and he did nothing. Yeah. Like, well, and and she so made upsetting. she made the comment in the uh, in the po in like the post match press conference too that like I can't remember who the player was who was penalized for changing her shirt. Yes, because it had been so hot, um, and so they had like a break, and so she had like changed in this break, and she had put the shirt on backwards, and so she like stripped it off real quick fixed and put it. It, and fixed yeah. it, which the men do all the time, and like they will lift up their shirts to like wipe the sweat off of their foreheads and whatever, no big deal. But because she was wearing a bra, it was obscene somehow? Like, I don't... Anyway, so she got in trouble for that. And then all of this sort of went on. And then, yeah, like, the men are playing, and who the hell knows what's going to happen, but, like, probably nothing. 
regardless of what happens and what they say and what they do and whatever. And I just, yeah, the whole thing was just so not frustrating. Be anything. And she's fined thousands of dollars. Yeah. And of course, people are like, oh, well, she's a millionaire. Who cares how much money she's fined? But like, it's the goddamn principle behind it. Yeah. And it's also her, her living. Like, she's fighting for her living right now. And like she said yesterday, too, if it's not going to make a difference for her this time around, but hopefully it makes a difference for someone next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you know, as much as so I saw something um, this morning about it, and it was just sort of like this idea that, you know, you can't be, you can't be too emotional because then that's a negative. But if you're not emotional enough, you're a robot and you can't, so you can't get too excited about things, but you can't also be too blasé about things and you can't get too, like angry about things but you can't be too neutral about like there's all of these ways that you have to sort of respond and and you know like she's she's the greatest tennis player who's ever lived i think Mm -hmm. i think and it's so frustrating that this is now how people are trying to refine and define her legacy yeah like how dare you yeah i don't know what why is that ref that ump working like for real has I didn't read anything about him being sanctioned or anything like that no I don't know and I'm not sure what's gonna happen out of it and who knows because it's the end of like the Grand Slam season perhaps something will happen and maybe I don't know but like it feels very much like in a lot of ways that she got scapegoated for a whole bunch of things and for what a man did (laughs) oh Fucking men, Jesus. Let's let it just be true. Oh, it's not funny, but it's real. Uh Uh-huh, and like, and so just the idea that, yeah, she gets scapegoated for this thing that this man does, because he was threatened by her, ultimately. Mm Mm-hmm. He felt threatened by her... Her skill, her dominance, her whatever. Yeah. And like, the point that I saw yesterday in like the post-game commentary was that like, all coaches coach from the box. Like, of course they do. If you watch uh, uh, Rafa Nadal in a match, his coach is, like, talking to him constantly during mm-hmm. a match. It doesn't matter if it's the first round, like, first set, or, you know, fifth set of a Grand Slam final. His coach is talking to him constantly. And I would bet he's probably never been penalized for that. It's also a bullshit rule. Yeah, like, in what sport can you not get coaching while you're doing the sport? Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, can you imagine a hockey game where, like, there's a coach on the bench, but he just has to stand there silently? Well, I can't. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, fair enough. But, like, you know what I mean. But he has to. Not that he does, but that he absolutely has to. Yeah. That that is required of him. For sure. It's pretty bizarre. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And tennis on some levels is, like, such a wonderful sport. And then other times it just makes me fucking insane. Like when that dude told Jeannie to twirl. Mm-hmm. Like, and asked her, like, if she had a crush on Justin Bieber or whatever. Like, just... Yeah, like, come on. I know. Infuriating. And, like, and it would be different, I also think, too, if, like, this had happened to someone who wasn't Serena Williams. Because there's been, like, 
times when I feel, and I mean, she, there was one point in time, I think it was the U.S. Open, where she told the line judge that she was going to shove the ball down their fucking throat, um, mm-hmm. because they called, I think they called a foot foul when there wasn't one. I think that's what it was. Anyway, um, and so she was, like, demonstrably upset, and I think, like, reasonably so, right? I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that you'd be upset, you know, when you get a foul called on you that you shouldn't have had called. I get that. But, like, there's well-documented, well-recorded instances where she has been almost targeted. Yeah, for sure. Because of how good she is. And she said herself that, like, she knows she gets drug-tested more than pretty much everyone else in the WTA. Mm-hmm. Um, as if, like, they can't believe that she's... That good. That good, especially in this last year, right? After, like, having almost died after giving birth to coming back... And being pretty dominant again. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's it's really frustrating to see to see these barriers that she really shouldn't have to keep fighting anymore. I know. Like, at what point has she? At what point and has it. she proven herself? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, she's done all of these things. She's won twenty three Grand Slam titles, and if she had won yesterday, she would have tied the record. But, like, mm-hmm. at what point can she say, you know, I've done enough. I shouldn't have exactly. to fight for this anymore. And, like, haven't I done enough for you? Yeah. Yeah, so that was, yeah. A, that was a super frustrating thing. Also super frustrating, just a really quick little tangent here. I don't really want to talk about the Colin Kaepernick Nike thing. Um, although, like, white people who are, like, burning their Nike stuff, you're idiots. Like, you already paid for it. Who cares? Um, uh-huh. and if, instead of burning it, like, I don't know, donate it to a charity. Yeah, but they don't make it. I know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Megan. Like, just, like, leave them outside for someone to take them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have yeah. to burn them because it's not proving a point. But I watched, um, some of the Buffalo Bills, uh, game today because it's, opening weekend of the NFL. Uh, And Nathan Peterman, who is the Bills' starting quarterback uh, today for reasons that I'm not 100% sure about, um, is an NFL quarterback, apparently. And I don't know how he finished the game. But at one point, he had a 0.0 passer rating. And Colin... Yeah, and Colin Kaepernick uh, doesn't have a job as a quarterback in the NFL. And I'm just going to leave that right there. So he didn't make any, what, what does that stat measure? I'm not, I don't know, it's like some weird stupid algorithm where like a perfect passer rating is like, I think it's 158.3, like it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's not good when your passer rating is zero. Um, I can double check really quick though what his passer rating ended up being for the game. Um, but yeah, so Colin Kaepernick, who is a better quarterback than, um, a handful, at least, more than a handful of actual quarterbacks in the NFL, uh, doesn't have a job as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what do we got here? Um, okay. Uh, the Bills lost 47-3 to today. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he went five, he tried 18 passes only, and he only completed five of them. 
uh, with two interceptions and no touchdowns. Oh, God, okay. So, his passer rating, yeah, his passer rating so far for this this season is 0.0. That's a, a real guy who's a real professional football player. Oh, boy, okay, well, reach for the stars, I guess. And I'm just going to ask you a question here. Sure. Do you think that Nathan Peterman is white? With that name, I'm going to say... It's just a big, uh, duh. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like there's something there. It's not quite getting to me. It's not quite hitting me just yet. But there's there's something <laughs> weird about him having a job and Colin Kaepernick not. I know, that's what I don't understand about the NFL. Like, if you're talking about the racial makeup of that league, like, as if your talent doesn't heavily rely on the athleticism of black men. Like, it's... Oh, like, all them... Uh, all you those... can commodify them and sell them as essentially your... the face of your team, but lo and behold, they have thoughts and feelings and voices of their own. Like, it's such... I hate that fucking sport oh, so I know. much, well, like, I, I, oh, and here's So here's the thing. Like, I love football, but I really hate the, NA, the NFL. I hate the NHL, too, for entirely different reasons. <laughs> but I love football. And I really hate the NFL. And it's because, like, yeah, you have these, like, crusty old white men who are getting rich off the backs, like, off of the labor of... Yes, absolutely. ...skilled black men, for the most part. Um, and then there's fucking Tom Brady, and I wish that he would just, like, disappear into a sinkhole forever. Yeah. Because he is objectively the worst. I can't stand him. Um, but yeah, so I, that was just, I just found that a really interesting thing today as I was watching football and watching some of the coverage, um, that yeah, the, uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterback for today has a 0, 0.0 passer rating. Shame. Yeah. Real shame. <laughs> like it is, it's, it's an absolute shame. Yep. Oh, I said same. Oh. Like, me too. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yes, everyone that I know has a 0, 0.0 passer rating in the NFL. We could all be Nathan <sighs> Peterman. How much does he make? Oh. That's my question. Uh, probably a lot. I don't know. I can find out. Hang on. More than, well, I mean, obviously he makes millions of dollars to play a child's game, so you know how I feel about that, generally speaking. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, here's another, here's another thing we could complain about. Oh, I love it. I, I heard that um, the Calgary Flames had a nice five-buck-a-ticket game today mm-hmm. of rookies versus rookies for Edmonton. Is that correct? That is correct. And um, did the Oilers do something similar to that? Uh, they think their, their game against the Golden Bears rookies is next week. Okay. Possibly, and I think the tickets are like $32. Why? Well, see, I don't know. Like, I know the answer is technically capitalism. I get that. Yeah, and it's what the but market But you can't argue that your goddamn professional sports team is a part of the community if you can't even have a cheap game where it's not even the fucking team playing. I know. 
I know. Well, it's, you know what, it's no different though that when the Oilers, um, I just opened my Twitter DMs and I saw what you just sent me. Jesus Christ. I'd prefer if you didn't say it aloud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Good Lord. Um, It's the same thing though as like when the Oilers do their ticket packs, right? Um, So my friend Jill and I, we bought a mini pack last year. Um, and we got like the New Jersey game and Philly and I think Colorado and they were like, I can't remember who the other team was. Um, and I decided, you know what, like the Oilers are shitty and I don't want to pay money to see them again if I don't have to. Um, so we, I think that between the two of us, we bought a couple games from a friend who's got season tickets rather than mini packs. But if you buy some of the mini packs from the Oilers, some of them include preseason games. So you get like three regular season games and a preseason game and it's the same fucking cost as if you get four regular season games. Like, that's what? absolute bullshit. That makes no sense. Right? Like, that's insane. Like, why would you pay... So, it average, like, last year, that was one of the things. And, and the reason we got the pack we did is because it had the New Jersey Devils game in it. But one of the ones we were looking at, I think, had... It was three games and then a preseason game against the Jets. And it worked out. Like, why would you pay, you know, $180 for a preseason game? Basically. Why would you go to a preseason game unless they're fucking $5 tickets and you can take your family? Yeah, like, they should be cheap. They should be to get people in the building who can't normally come into the building. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the idea. So, um, yeah, ugh, anyway, if you want to go see good hockey for cheap, go watch the Golden Bears or the Pandas. Much yeah, cheaper. the Golden Bears are so good. Much they cheaper, won the so entertaining. championship last year. My husband got to be a part of that. <laughs> Did he actually do work there, or what? My husband? I don't know. I'm still unsure, but... He but, got a team picture and got to hold the championship and everything. Well, that's so. cool. Um, but yeah, so it's... Uh, you're right. Capitalism is the answer. And people, I guess, will pay it. That's the. I guess that's the thing, is that people will pay $32 to go see the Oilers rookies. And I can understand if it was... Um, the year that Connor McDavid was a rookie. Mm-hmm. That and I'm not saying I would like necessarily say like yeah, charge whatever you want, but like they moved it from Claire Drake to um, Rexall for that one. Yeah, because they knew they could. Right. But like, who's the rookie prospect that is going to fill all those seats at thirty two dollars a pop or twenty or twenty seven dollars or whatever it is? I legitimately have no clue any of the people playing right now. I don't even... uh, There are people who have been in the league for 10 years that I don't know where they're playing this year. So, like, there we go. Um, But I just... So, like, I I get it if it's, like, the Connor McDavid thing. Okay, sure. But, like, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's dumb. It's frustrating. It's real dumb. It makes me angry. Just as much as the NHL needs to fucking make an agreement with the NFL and make a goddamn, like, short video series with that dude who thinks he can play the NHL. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing as a league? How fucking incompetent are you that you don't know what fucking cross-selling is? Yeah. I would pay a lot of money to watch, like, a series of one or two minute videos of Jalen Ramsey learning how to skate. Absolutely. Like, I think it would be incredible. And I also think it would be incredible if they took some of the guys out of, from the NHL to go and do the stuff that Jalen Ramsey does. 
Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Cause like, it's like, take your bud to work day. Because, like, when, when, um, uh, I'm trying to think, like, when, when training camp happens and, um, like, the penguins go to the pirates baseball, you know, whatever, to practice and batting practice and, like, there's videos of, like, Sid hitting a home run or whatever. I which think for you, which for you. <laughs> no, but, but, but just, like, the fact that that's a thing that they're doing and, like, you know, and at least that they're, like, doing things that aren't just hockey-related, right? And they're having, like, mm-hmm. a little bit of fun. Um, I feel like that would be something that, yeah, the NHL should maybe, like, capitalize on and show that these people have, like, some personality and, you know, whatever. Um, and, yeah, like, if Jalen Ramsey says he could learn how to skate in six months and become an NHL, you know, and make an NHL yeah. team, I don't think he could do it, but I think it would be fucking awesome to watch him try. I know! That's the thing! Like... Why not? Like, why not see? I don't understand how the NHL is so fucking terrible at selling their own product. Well, and then like, the person that they should really be like, once once Jalen Ramsey said the thing, the person they should be, other than him, is J.J. Watt, who played hockey um, in high school. What? Yeah! He grew up in Wisconsin. He's like a million feet tall. He's like six foot eight. Get over it. Um, <laughs> but, he's, but he's a giant. It would be like Aaron Judge on skates. It would be incredible. But like... He played hockey in high school up until, I think up until his senior year. And then when he went to college, he obviously chose football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I feel like I read somewhere that he had some offers to play NCAA hockey as well. And he but chose... why wouldn't you want him? Good Lord. Well, of course, right? But I think, like, you know, so you have a guy in the league who's already a prominent player, who's already kind of like the face of, of his franchise for sure, who has that skill set. It's probably a little rusty, sure, whatever. But he's got the skill set. And then you've and got... caters to your demographic of white male. Yes, and then you've got Jalen Ramsey, who's like, I could 100% do that thing too. Why not, like, it'd be like a buddy cop movie with the two of them. Like, how great would that be? Yeah, it'd be amazing. And then Give you... us some fucking money and we'll produce it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, hey? And then you end up with, like, I don't know, you'd have to... I, I'm trying to think, like, who you'd have to have from the NHL, though. To be involved, PK like, for sure. Okay, so PK and who else? Because like, because uh, it's got to be someone with some personality. Oh God, Tyler Sagan. May yeah, maybe he could maybe do it. Do you know who would actually probably be pretty good? Would be mm-hmm. um, Mark Andre Fleury. Yes, for sure. But I don't know That's if that a good would. Point. I don't know if that would be the. Alex Ovechkin, what am I talking about? That would be great. Um, but I think it was, I, I, I read something, I think it was Kuznetsov, I think, was the guy, or, or Kucherov, one of the two of them, who said that, like, he had more of a, he'd be like, yeah, I'd kind of like to see that happen, like, you know. Yeah, and, he was just like, sure, like, let's, I'd like to see it, that'd be cool, he's yeah. a good athlete, like. Like, why not? A normal person's response. Yeah, and then, but I think the thing that I found really interesting about it more than anything is, like, watching all these people, uh, and I use that term kind of loosely, like, gatekeep the sport of hockey. Be like, oh, yeah, he wouldn't even make, like, the third line on a beer league team. I'm like, oh, he's, like, an elite athlete. I bet you if he could figure out how to skate, he could skate circles around you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I I just feel... it's absurd. Yeah, I just, I just feel that people are, like, overly protective of 
you know, a sport that they've never played at that high level. Mm-hmm. Or, as we found out, never played at all. Never played at all? Can we talk about that for a minute? I don't want to necessarily make online enemies, because I appreciate this person and, and what they've done. Oh, it has nothing to do with him. Yes, okay, At all. Good. No, 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 it's not, it's not a, it's not a knock on, on, on him at all. So, uh, <laughs> so we learned this past week that Steve Dangle, who, uh, does the Steve Dangle podcast, he's got his YouTube channel, and he, you know, yells about the Leafs in his basement and whatever. And is all around pretty great. And is super great, and, like, has parlayed that into a bit of a a gig at Sportsnet, and doing some cool stuff, and some video work with them, and whatever, and that's super awesome. Um, is literally just learning how to skate. Which, whatever. Fine. There, I, I don't have, like, that's cool. I know lots of people who are super hockey fans who don't know how to skate and have never played the game. I don't have a problem with that. But what I have a problem with are people who are like, yeah, but have you, has she ever played the game? Has he ever played the game? And I was like, I don't ever want to hear that ever again. Now knowing how many people are employed by media organizations to talk about the sport of hockey who have legitimately never played the game. Yeah. So stop using that as a sexist way to keep out people. Yeah. It's it's insane. It's ab- like it's such a weird gatekeeping kind of thing. Um, I was talking. At, speaking of having never played the game, I- I've never played football. Uh, I watch a lot of football. I like it a lot. It's probably my favorite sport. Um, and at our when we were up uh, in Cold Lake um, at our practice, I was watching, I was taking pictures and whatever else, and taping ankles and other things. Um, but I was watching one of the, one of like their, their drills on defense, and I couldn't figure out what was going on and why this wasn't working. And then finally it like dawned on me, and I pulled um, a couple of the defensive backs aside, and I was like, you guys need to line up a little bit further outside so that you don't let, let the guy that you're covering get outside of you because you're not quite quick enough so you have to be wider out whatever and the (laughs) defensive coach kind of looked at me and I was like don't worry I got this um and it was I was correct that is a hundred percent what they needed to do um and I'm not saying that it fixed all the problems but it meant that they weren't getting burned on uh burning coverage in the rest of the drill and he's like what did you say to them I was like I just told them they needed to like line up a little bit wider out that's all. And he was like, how did you even see that? And I said, well, because I was trying to figure out what was going wrong, and I figured out what was going wrong, and I just corrected it, because they had, like, a skeleton coaching staff while we were up there, so whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I was like, I know I've never played the game, but I watch a lot of football. And that was the observation that I made. And uh, he was like, yeah, cool, thanks. Like, it was not a big deal. It was not an issue at all. Um, but I know with, like, other people in different personalities, that would have been absolutely a problem. Mm-hmm. Because, no, I've never played the game. I'm okay with that. Ugh, I, yeah, I hate sports so much. I do, too. I'm watching <laughs> baseball right now, and it's making me angry. Uh, but it's okay. Um, have you watched anything else on Netflix since we got trapped in the Peter Kavinsky spiral? I have not. No? Um, I am 
way behind on Netflix related things. Um, but I did go see Crazy Rich Asians. Hmm. Have you seen it yet? I have not, but feel free to talk all about it. Oh my gosh. It's so wonderful. It made me feel as close to, I think, I could get to feeling when I watched um, To All the Boys I Loved Before the first time. Really? It's wonderful, Megan. I recommend five stars. Cool. It's so um, uh, opulent and so many interesting personalities and because I'm not of an Asian background there were certain things in it that I was like I don't get what this is about <laughs> I don't get why this is important I don't understand the context here whatever but that's fine That's I'm glad that there were things that I didn't know because that means that it wasn't made for me and that's okay I still enjoyed it and would like to see it again actually um but it was just such a perfect uh, rom-com. Like, I don't think I've ever seen more of a perfect rom-com that fits into that type of genre. And it was different from um, the other ones because, like, to all boys I loved before, like Mama Mia, because they didn't cry in it. But okay. I can imagine why people would if it was, you know, made for them a little bit more. Um, but I did laugh my ass off. Oh, good. It was so funny, and uh, Aquafina absolutely steals the show in that movie. Man, she's uh, phenomenal. She's so, so funny, and she's so perfectly cast, and it was just a delight. Every time she was on screen, I just couldn't wait to see what she was going to do. And Constant Wu is just a fucking dream. Oh, man, it was so delightful. And I was filled with so much joy just knowing that this movie got made and it's it's so great. And it's of a high quality and it's getting such great reviews. Like that in itself just made me really happy too. Mm -hmm. I read something today about the Joy Luck Club, the movie. Because mm -hmm. it came out 25 years ago. No. Yeah. yeah. 25, 22, 22, sorry. Um, and they were talking about, in this article, I can't remember where I found it, and if I find it, I will send you a link, because um, it was pretty interesting. But it was talking about how when it was when it was produced and when it was cast and, and when it was released, there was this idea that that, would, like, that movie should have been Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. In this, like, this sort of watershed for um, Asian film casts that aren't, like, Bollywood movies, or, you know what I mean? Like, it's or, like, like Crouching Tiger. Hidden Dragon, yeah, which, yes. Yeah, historical so it, drama, fantasy type of thing. Yes, so, so there was this, this notion that that's what it should have been, um, and it didn't turn into that. It was, it kind of became, like, the one movie, uh -huh. and until Crazy Rich Asians, there wasn't really another one. Mm -hmm. Is it uh, because it's essentially a one-off, whereas, like, Crazy Rich Asians has multiple sequels to it that they can draw on? Like, do you think that's a big part of the resonance, I'm guessing, of that type of film legacy? It could be. It might be. But I, it's interesting that, like, these two movies 
to me, it's interesting anyway, that they were based on books and they're not original mm-hmm. stories. Because I think in, with, it, when it comes to, like, original screenplays, I think that's still a problem, right? Where a yeah. lot, you know, in, like, diversity in casting and, and diversity in, in characters and world building and all those kind of things exists much more in the literary world than it does in the film world. For sure, for sure. And, and I know that even with um, To All the Boys I Loved Before, there were requests to whitewash the cast. I know. And it's like, what? Why? <laughs> I don't understand. I know, like, part of that, and I mean, I mean, like, and yeah, if we go back to that for a second, like, their dad was, wasn't in it much, but there were those little moments where, like, he was trying to cook Korean food and, like, you know, <laughs> I'm being terrible at it, but, like, still making an attempt, you know. Mm-hmm. To, and, like, honor their family and their mother's legacy. Like, well, and obviously... It's so subtle, but... And obviously, course. like, he's the one who's going to the Korean grocery store because Lara Jean's certainly not driving there. Yeah. To go, <laughs> right? Like, to like, go... Absolutely. <laughs> to go get the yogurt or whatever. Like, so he's obviously, you know, maintaining some of that with them. Um, and then their names, like, that they've kept. They've got the hyphen in the name and whatnot and those kind of things. Um, but, yeah, I, I find it interesting that these are, like, based on based on other works, they're not original stories for, for film. So, essentially, what you're saying is that studios are needing to rely on the security of book sales yes. before they will commit to a yeah. story or author or character set. Yeah, but then you can have, like, just, like, Michael Bay can just make movies about absolutely fucking nothing. Except explosions and no one seems to care. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like... Remember how bad the island was? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see it? Yes. Oh, man. I'd forgotten about that movie until, like, just now. And now I can see, like, the poster for it and, like, that dumb font. Oh, Jesus. I still feel so bad for you and McGregor. Like, you're better <laughs> than this. What are you doing? Oh, man. That movie's terrible. Holy shit. I feel like... No, I don't even know if I could watch it to do a commentary. No. No. Oh, boy. No. Like... Like, there'd be no joy in that whatsoever. What are you talking about? No, that's true. Because, like, Leap Year is, like, a bad movie, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um... It's it's delightful. But, like... It's not a good film. No, but it's so (laughs) fun. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I... There's no... I could drive no joy from the island. But that's a good example. That's a really good example of, you know, like... (laughs) dudes making movies um and the, i remember the comment about after wonder woman came out um was that it's great and it was on seth myers on on his on his late night show and um it's great that like you know there's this this movie made by patty jenkins and it's you know the superhero movie directed by a woman and there's all these wonderful things about it um but you know until women are given another big budget after a box office flop uh-huh. you know we're not quite there yet and I feel yeah. like it's kind of the like same. Like, we need the opportunity to fail. Yes. Which is why people were obviously nervous about this movie, too. Yes. Like, Crazy Rich Angels. Because if it wasn't a huge hit, then Hollywood would be like, oh, never again. Yeah, and that's, and I think until we're at that point where, again, you can have a cast that doesn't look like, you know, um, white America. 
in an American-made movie, and I think that's the important part. The original Avengers? Yes. I think minus we, Nick Fury. Minus Nick Fury. But I feel I feel like if you I feel like if you have um you know once you have like an original story with an you know a cast that doesn't look like just like white middle America, um, mm-hmm. directed by an Asian director, but it's an American made film. I think, and if it, it if it fails, and that director is allowed to like do another big film, then that's progress. Yes, then that's when you know. It's about the quality of the film or the talent and the potential for art rather than it is the culture of which it was made. Yes, absolutely. Um, And that's not taking away from a film like you mentioned, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I love Mm -hmm. that movie. It's beautiful. It is. And it's such, the ending is, is rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and there's something, cause when I was working at the movie theater, I remember that was playing, um, cause it came out in 2000. And so I remember I got to see it for free the first time and I loved it. And I was just like, I, w- I was kind of swept away by it almost. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, it's not taking away from, from films like that, but I think like once we get those kind of big budget Hollywood movies okay. that are you know, that fit that other mold, I think then we'll start to sort of see some progress, which is why I'm super fucking excited for Captain Marvel. Oh my god, Megan! Me too. Did you see? I'm... I'm... I'm trying not to, because I want to be surprised. But, like, because they released some still shots from it. Um, I did see the still shot. And I was just like, oh, yes! Yeah, it looks pretty fucking good. And uh, it's obviously highly anticipated. I'm not arguing with that whatsoever. But I think we need to talk about another highly anticipated movie um, that is coming to Netflix that just premiered ah, at the ah, ah. International Film Festival, Megan. I, would you like to talk about this and why we're anticipating it? I feel like I would love to talk about it forever and ever and ever. Um, it's called The Outlaw King. Which, honestly, not a good title. Actually is a good title, only because of, like, who it's about. It makes perfectly good, like, historical sense. Of course. But it's not, like, ugh. The outlaw, like it just sounds cliche. No, but it's a it's a movie about Robert the Bruce, who became the king of Scotland. Um. After, I believe the Battle of Bannockburn in thirteen fourteen. I want to say is the timeline. Good lord! You just pulled that out of your ass. Good yeah. job. Yeah, I have a book on my shelf that would tell me if that's true or not, but I'm kind of trapped by my setup, so I can't move. <laughs> um, um, but, um, and if you've seen Braveheart, uh, Robert the Bruce is featured in Braveheart as well, uh, and he, like, sells William Wallace up to the English and then tries to save him. Um, but in The Outlaw King, um, Robert the Bruce is played by the superior Chris. And I'm real excited about it. Incredibly excited about it. As 
um, who was it, Vox wrote? Who was that article by? I can't, I think it was Vox. I think it was Vox. Um, this I had no idea would be in the film. Didn't expect it whatsoever. Nope. Dare I say, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> There's going to be a... Time out, one sec. frontal thing. So it's taken us like two and a half minutes to get to that point. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. No, I think that's why. I, th- I feel like we should have drawn it out even longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope the film does. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, apparently, we, uh, as we decided that this is going to be called, we get to see Chris's Pine. Of course we do. <laughs> it is, as we said, like, we were teased in Wonder Woman. And now hmm? we are finally going to get some closure on all these questions that we have. And then we will know once and for all if Steve Trevor is indeed above average. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh my god. I've been waiting for that since we talked about it the other day. <laughs> oh god. Cannot, but like. Other, before I knew about Unity, was so psyched for this film. I was, too. It was I- very good. I'm sure Scotland is so angry, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, like, really? <laughs> Chris Pine? They gotta live north of England and, you know. <sighs> but there's so many good Scots actors. It's, I know. I can understand why they might be missed. I haven't done any research about this. They might not care at all, but who knows? They had to deal with the whole Braveheart thing, too, so maybe they've suffered enough. I feel like they'd probably be less annoyed about an American playing a Scottish king than an Englishman playing a Scottish king. You know what? Totally fair. Um, one of my favorite things about that I've ever read about like the Scotland-England thing, uh, it deals with climate change. And it's from Frankie Boyle, who's a comedian, and he made some comment about how, like, as, as bad as climate change is probably going to turn out, uh, at least they can all sit in the mountains and watch the English drown. <laughs> oh, God, I love this guy. <laughs> Which I just think is really funny. But yeah, so this movie, it's coming out on Netflix, like, in October? Question oh, it's mark? so soon. I don't know. Soon enough. It's Get gonna ready, be... people. One month, you'll have a... Uh, uh, an episode devoted to Chris's pine. Well, and (laughs) 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 so I read, speaking of, because we were trying to come up with like an adjective to describe it without having seen it, but I was reading um, some Star Wars fan fiction, don't ask questions, and it (laughs) and it was uh, it was like set in like the modern world and away from, you know, outer space or whatever. And uh, they were at, it was something about, there was a place called Shady Pines and it was after we had talked and I couldn't, I had to stop reading it because I was like, nope, that is not the correct adjective (laughs) to describe any of this Oh, it was just so funny. But yeah, so we were trying to come up with an adjective to describe it, but we don't have one. But I feel like since it's on Netflix, we could like clearly watch it, but then also do like a commentary of it because we don't have to worry about looking for it or finding it on TV or whatever. Absolutely. Because it'll just be on Netflix. Very true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be... So, as soon as that comes out, I'm going to do a quick Google right now. Okay. 
Yeah, as soon as that comes out, expect a whole lot of yelling about that movie from us. Because, uh, <laughs> we have nothing better to do, I guess. I don't know. Well, I for sure don't. Um... Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm also like, to be honest, looking forward to the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, oh God, it's gonna be, it's the year of pine. It is. What a good year it's gonna be. It is. Oh my God. What? Chris Pine, you, you innocent, innocent creature. <laughs> I, I googled the film. Yeah. An E! News article says, Chris Pine doesn't get the fuss over his full frontal nudity. Man, he's just... He's just something. Mm-hmm. I think it actually might be November. Oh, that's too far! I know. Oh, but it's like five days after Outlanders, he's at the Oh, no. That's probably going to be a real rough week for us. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, man. So, so if we're done crying and ranting and dying about men. Can I just say, I just looked up Chris Pine as well, and this is great. So you have the, on like the first, and the first link there is like it loves, he loves the reaction. But then the one below is from Vulture. And it's. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine's penis dazzles in Outlaw Kid. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that I sent you. That was the one that was on Twitter. I know, but... Dazzles. Like, and we were like, dazzles? What a word. <laughs> like, what a... The jewels? What is that? Like? <laughs> I guess we'll have to watch and find out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Exactly. Like, okay, don't... Netflix, don't pander to me. You've done enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to pander. We, we, we're good. We're so we, good. We're all in. Yeah. Like, as if there was any question whatsoever. Exactly. Okay, so are we done talking about sports and men? Yeah. I've got um, some would-you-rathers here that... Not the one that I sent <laughs> you. Okay. Um, but... Okay. Oh, the movie's gonna be... Sorry, 9th of November? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, the... Saturday, Friday, the Friday that my week-long break starts. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, do you remember when Netflix was like, someone just watched 188 episodes of The Office in four days. Are you okay? They're going to be like that about me with that movie. Well, it'll probably just be like the same, I'm guessing, 12-second clip. Probably, over and over and over, over, Alright, uh, let's hear these would-you-rathers. Okay, um, trying to find a good one here. Ooh, some of these are nasty. I feel like we've already gone nasty, but... Okay, here's, here's a tough one. Would you rather sleep on the floor in a room filled with an inch of water for a month, or sleep on the floor in a room full of spiders for one night? Spiders. Full? Yeah. What? Yeah. You can fuck with spiders, Mom? For a, for one night, yeah. 
Have you ever been no, camping? No, no, I was getting. I realized as soon as I started asking this question, your answer is probably no. But have you ever been camping when your sleeping bag is wet? Because like you that's get a, that's a hard no. Yeah, so that's happened to me before. Where um, I've been camping for like you know six, seven, eight days, whatever. Um, and if like your ground sheet is too big and it lets water come up and then your stuff gets wet a little bit, uh, it's gross and you're cold all the time. Uh, so I would take, I would just, like, deal with the spiders for a night and not the water for a month. Okay, I can understand that logic. Um, next one. Eat chocolate cakes that taste like dog poop or eat dog poop that tastes like chocolate cake. Oh, gross. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, so, like... Instinctually, I want to say I'd rather eat the thing that tastes like chocolate cake, but then I'd know that, that was dog poop. Like, I think you, what I'm worried about that is, sure, it might taste like chocolate cake now, but like, yes, how is this affecting my mortality rate? Well, and like, how sick am I going to get? What's the, what's the after effect of this? So I'm probably going to have to say, eat terrible tasting cake. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, pee yourself every time someone says your name, or poop yourself every time you say someone else's name. Oh, Jesus. I guess, well... With our job, or sorry, your job. Was it first name? Is it last name? Is it... Just name. Hmm. I think I'd rather poop myself every time I say someone else's name because I can go for a long time without saying other people's names if I have to. Yeah, and you can control it. And you can be like, red shirt. Yeah. Smelly shoes. Yeah. Dumb hair. Glasses. <laughs> yeah. You know, affectionate nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mouth breather. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, would you rather have toothpicks for fingers or hair made out of straw um hair made out of straw cause then you just cut it real short and put a hat on <laughs> problem solved you're like a very <laughs> sad and dry chia pet <laughs> <laughs> okay I like it um Oh, that one's way too gross. I'm not doing that one. Um, pluck out all of your eyelashes or burn off all your taste buds. Oh, oh, fuck. Um, oh, I can't, no, neither. Uh, the alternative is death by a thousand paper cuts. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, would you rather... Find $5 on the ground or get recognized because you're a famous person in a restaurant. Oh, find $5 on the ground. For sure. I don't know if you've ever um, met me, but I don't like people paying attention to me. Like, for, you know, like, center of attention kind of reasons. Exactly. Here's a tough one, though, Megan. Okay. I don't know who might be in your mind when you think of this question 
so that might be a topic of discussion or not. Um, <laughs> would you rather have your favorite celebrity's phone number or own a small but profitable company? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, okay, so I have a, I have a point of clarification, I suppose. Sure. If I have said celebrity's phone number, am I allowed to use said celebrity's phone number? Are we friends? Will they give me money? Because if the answer is yes, they will give me money, then I don't need to own a company. I feel like the answer to all those questions would be defined by how good of friends are you. Right, okay. Because like, cause if it's just having their number... I think I'd probably rather have the money. But if it was, like, able to use the number, and, like, if they were my... Then I'd rather have their number, if that makes any sense. I feel like you must be able to use it. Like, it's your number. You can do with it what you wish. Um... See, here's the problem, though. I don't know who my favorite... Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who it would be. Well, you, this is what we gotta talk about. Who would you decide? I'm. Well, I don't know because there's like there's like the celebrity, but there's like the athletes, and there's you know. Let's say one athlete, one celebrity. <laughs> you're just trying to now. You're just trying to make me pick things, aren't you? I am. <laughs> you're I am. a monster. Um, uh, whose phone number do I want? What athlete's phone number do I want? Do you know what athlete's phone number I would want? This is, like, mildly unrelated to this. Uh, as long as they couldn't block me so I could phone them every day and be like, hey, fuck you, Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> just, oh, okay, so you just bully him with what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and it would be, like, at, I would phone him, like, when I go to bed at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning mountain time. So it would be, like, time? 3 in the morning oh. Boston time. Because uh, I'm a dick and I hate him. Um... But, like, that's, that's separate from this. Um, an athlete and a celebrity. God, I have no idea. Do I want Taylor Hall's phone number? I don't think I do. I think I need to keep that separate. In my... Separate from what? No, I just, I think that, that that would just cross the line. And I would just be like, no, I, I don't think I can do that. Mm. Because you'd be too tempted? Probably. <laughs> Um, okay, celeb. I have no idea. Um, I, like, I don't know. I. Chris is fine? Does maybe. he, does that have a phone number? No, probably not. <laughs> maybe, maybe it needs its own phone number. Who knows? Um, I, that's, I don't know. That's a great question. What about you? You need to answer one of these questions. Um, oh, TH for sure. Yeah. Uh, celebrity. Uh, like, mm, I feel like Oprah would be great. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I think for athlete, I might have to go with Aaron Judge. That's fair. I think. Um, yeah, celebrity Oprah would be kind of cool. Someone like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like... You'd know she just, like, give you some solid advice. Probably. Or just listen. Yeah. She'd make you feel better about yourself. Uh-huh. Maybe Ellen. Ellen would be a good one, too. 
I think Ellen you go to if you need a laugh. Yeah. Or if you feel like playing a prank on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ellen, I'll go I think I'll go with I'm Ellen. I'm gonna bone to pick with Ellen here. Okay. Ellen's whole thing is that you don't have to be mean to be funny. Yeah. And I think scaring people is pretty mean. Yeah. That's non consensual. Yeah, that's fair. That's all I got. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Do you have any more? Would you rather? I just have questions that okay. have been sent now. I have two questions from Mike that we'll do at the end. Okay, cool. Uh, I've got one from Larissa, and she says, You're a queen for five minutes. You get to make one small thing illegal. What is it? One small thing illegal? Yes. <sighs> like you can't say, kill all men. <laughs> Okay, um, hmm, that's a good question. What would you do? Uh, smoking, illegal, for sure. Yeah? Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's probably a good one. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think I might have to agree with you on that. Because if I can't do anything, like, if I can't make, like, a sweeping change, then, yeah, I might as well go with that. And I feel like it technically is a uh, one small thing. <laughs> well, a cigarette is one small thing. No, it is. Can't. But but no, I but you're no. I'm thinking like if you can't make a sweeping change, like you know, exiling all men to Greenland or whatever, then I guess we'll have to go with no more smoking. Can you imagine how quickly Greenland would just fall into the sea? It would just be Lord of the Flies, but like colder. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I have some more. Amanda sent me a whole bunch. Good, 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 good. Um, she said, what kind of shenanigans can we get up to in Gothenburg? Oh, I don't know. Haven't done any research yet, but I'm looking forward to it. There will be shenanigans, Amanda, don't worry. Um, I don't know. I don't have any plans yet. No, me neither. I haven't quite looked. Um, if you had a fruit tree, what kind of fruit would you want it to grow? A fruit tree? Cherries. Okay, I'd choose lemon. Uh, raining in 55 degrees or sunny in 90 degrees? Those numbers don't make any sense, but sunny and like 75 degrees because 90 is too hot. Okay, we will... <laughs> well, um, compromise with the middle there for the temperature. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite candle scent? So I had this conversation at work um, about candles. Funny story. I was going to tell you this anyway, but we'll talk about it now. And the question was, what is it with girls and candles? That was literally the question. And I was like, well, sometimes we like our houses to smell nice. Um yeah, like, what's wrong with that? I know. What's wrong with wanting things to smell nice? So, like, I'm, I'm quite a big fan. I went to, um, I have a whole bunch of, like, this is, for people who know me well, this maybe isn't a surprise, but if you only know me, like, through this and also, like, my Twitter, um, this will shock you, um, because I really like scented candles, like, an awful lot. My favorite, and I have, like, difference for, like, different seasons, because mm-hmm. you can't, Absolutely. you can't have a summer candle in the winter time. It doesn't work. 
No, you can't have citrus in the wintertime. So I bought one uh, in the summer at somewhere, Bed Bath & Beyond maybe. It was a Yankee Candle, which are the best by far. Um, and it's sea salt and citrus. And Ooh. it was, for the summertime, it was great. Because um, it's exactly what you're imagining it would be. It smells like you're, like, eating an orange on the pier. Like, it's that kind of, you know? It was just, it was wonderful. Uh -huh. But my favorite, my favorite overall is ones that smell like fresh linen. Like, yeah, there's just something lovely about a clean scent yes. that permeates your home yes. after you've done zero cleaning at all. Exactly. But, like, right now I have, I went to Bath & Body Works because they had a sale on and I had a coupon. And I got three of their, like, $10 candles, or four of their $10 candles for 30 bucks, um, Wow! Which was great. And so I have one that's, it's called Cranberry Woods, and it smells pretty good. Oh, um, that's a great fall scent. Yeah, I have one that's just, like, leaves. So you know that smell of, like, leaves that have fallen off the tree? And they're, like... Uh, yeah. That little bit, you know that, but they're, like, that little bit damp, but it smells kind of clean and woodsy, and it, there's one like that. I bought one... That's like a marshmallow campfire, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it smells delicious, and that one's up in my room. And then they had another one that was uh, smoked honey. Whoa. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then in the wintertime, I like to have candles that smell like, there's, you know, like a holiday, like a forest, like pine, some kind of pine mm -hmm. something or another, or cedar. Um, and then like, I don't know. There's, like, a, an apple pie one or, like, an apple cider one, something like that, that's got that, like, kind of those fruit notes into it. Yeah. I like things So like great. That. All of the best time for scented candles, for sure. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, right? I was trying to explain this at work, and they just didn't get it. There's a difference between, like, that citrusy smell or, like, those springtime candles, because they're clean and crisp and whatever, and the fall candles that smell, like, warm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, how can a candle smell warm? I'm like, it just does. I don't know how to explain this to you. See, they don't understand ambiance. Yes, that's true. Ambiance is very important. You light a candle, you sit at your favorite chair with your favorite book. If that candle smells like cookies, guess what? You've got some sort of sensory memory happening, and it's good. It yeah. just feels good. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's like in the fall if I ever, like, buy flowers for myself, I only ever buy, like, yellows and oranges and reds because yeah. those are good fall colors. Absolutely. And in the spring you buy, like, you know, the pinks and purples and, like, a little bit brighter and lighter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then with the candles, too, sometimes I'll burn two at a time, depending on, like, and it's like what they are. And they'll, they'll get, no, 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 but I'll, they'll, like, combine, right? And they'll, you'll get that, like, yeah, it's good. It's good, good, good. Like, um, like the Cranberry Woods one with the baked apple pie that I have? Let me tell you. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. And speaking of apples, Amanda says, FMK, applesauce, apple pie, apple wine. Uh, you kill apple wine, because why would you do that to apples? Um, obviously you fuck the apple pie, because isn't that what people do? And you marry the applesauce. Done deal. I'm with you for one third of that. <laughs> I feel like you're with me for the killing the apple wine. Correct. Okay. 
you gotta marry apple pie. Oh my god, it's so good. And then you just kill apples, or just fuck applesauce, because it's just, it's good for one thing, and then you get it out of here. Uh, she says, please discuss Jamie Ben in the VR elevator. And I need to talk about this, because, so he's afraid of heights. Yeah. But then... The stars posted a photo yesterday of him and Biz Nasty, and he's holding a fucking tarantula and holding a snake. Yeah. But he's afraid of heights? Yeah. Well, he's afraid of heights because if you go up, you have to come down, and we know he doesn't like doing that. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I wish I had a symbol when I said things like that. It'd be great. Um... It's the emojis, it's just the straight line mouth. <laughs> I think it's actually the one with no mouth, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's good. Um, yeah, I've got I, more here, I've got some from Rishi. So, but apparently, I guess I'll say this about Jamie Ben. Hmm. Apparently, there are things that he likes better than others, and some of those things that he likes are creepy crawly things. You know what? Everybody's got preferences. Yep. I'm just hoping that these preferences stay out of the bedroom. Yes. Fair deal. Uh, Rishi asked what? She's got three, two questions here. Um, two or three, I don't know. How do you divide these up? What will be the biggest contribution to the Oilers' suckage this year? And he kind of gives some options. Okay. The media with their stupid ash hashtags like Oilers better. Or David Staples. <laughs> or the actual shit team, Peter Chia, scrambled together with his mismanaged cap. Okay, so here's the thing. <sighs> Avery and I, and Alex and I, we were talking yesterday about the Oilers. And mm-hmm. I predict that the Oilers are going to miss the playoffs. I don't know how many points they're going to end up with, but they're going to miss the playoffs by one point because they will have lost in a shootout to Vancouver, and Sam Gagne will have scored the shootout winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're evil. That is my professional prediction. It is September the 9th, I think it is. Um, that, is my, that is my prediction. Um, I think that I was reading some stuff on The Athletic and elsewhere. Um, if Cam Talbot has a better season than he had last season, I think the Oilers are in better shape than... Um, they were last year. But they can't rely on that. And that's the problem. Is they didn't do enough, I don't think, in the offseason to, like, sort of mitigate those circumstances if Cam Talbot has another kind of down year or just doesn't come back to sort of that average where he's been. Um, Yeah, totally agree. And I also think that, like, the media contributes to that and obviously I mean some of those guys they're like hot takeists and they need people to click the links and stuff like I get it but I don't think they necessarily help because oftentimes it sounds like they just opened their mouths and words came out and enough people who pay attention to the team listen to those things that they say and believe them to be true you know it might be a good thing to make illegal bad writing oh god yes you can't write something just for fucking clicks. You can only write good things. Not positive things, but good pieces 
of writing. Like, good, solid writing. Yeah, with something logical to say and some fucking proof, and not something that doesn't need to be goddamn said. Fair enough. Uh, uh, my husband has two questions. Your favorite dog? Like, is he talking about dog breed or just, like, dogs? I'm gonna say breed. Um, I'm a big fan of the Golden Doodles because they are big and playful and fun, but they don't shed. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also a fan, I mostly like big dogs, little dogs are too yappy. Correct. Um, I like Golden Retrievers a lot. And my favorite dog is a Golden Retriever. Like, my, like, actual individual dog is my friend's Golden Retriever. Lovely. Oh, yeah, the big one. Yeah, she's dumb and the best. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me or a dog? Uh, clearly the dog. <laughs> uh, secondly, or mine, sorry, I fell in love with a border collie that I saw in Alaska, and she was so beautiful, and she had this lovely white scruff under her neck, and then me and my husband looked at each other, and we were like, okay, we should get a border collie. She was just so lovely. Um, and then his second question is, your favorite place on Earth? My favorite place on Earth? Um, well, this is like a very controversial opinion, apparently. My favorite, I don't know about, yeah, I guess on Earth, I don't know. My favorite place in Canada, anyway, is um, at Saskatchewan Landing Provincial Park, north of Swift Grant. It's, uh, it's my favorite place. And I was, uh, when I went on the football trip, we were discussing traveling in summer and stuff, and the guys were like, where'd you go for the summer? And I told them what I had done, and that I had been to all these places in Saskatchewan that I loved, and one of the guys was like, you think it's prettier than the mountains? And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. Uh, and they were very judgmental about my choices. But I don't care, because I love it there. Yeah, you shouldn't have to defend your, um, landscape preferences. But I would like to go back to, um, Inishmore or, like, somewhere in the west of Ireland, like, immediately. So that was also pretty great. I think there's also something about having a, a love for something that you don't have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I'm the reverse. I grew up in Saskatchewan and then, like, Podunk, Alberta. So for me, it's like, give me ocean, give me mountains. Mm-hmm. So the best combination of that uh, is probably Wellington. Yeah. Loved Wellington. Nice. Or Squamish. Squ- I love Squamish. Squamish is great. Squamish is lovely. Uh, and then Malcolm did a mean thing. Okay. Oh, as he does. Um, he gave us two FMKs. Okay. His first question I can't answer because it's too much of a discussion, so I'm ignoring that one and going to these FMKs. Okay. Um, the Rock, John Cena, and Bautista. You fuck The Rock, you kill John Cena, and you marry Bautista. Done deal. Wow. I 
I'm zero for three with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd kill The Rock. I'd fuck John Cena. And Mary Dave. Oh, wait. Did you say Mary Dave? I did. Okay. So one for three. Okay. My apologies. Uh, and then this one. Um, uh, it is Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler, and David Spade. Oh, my brain right now is just the barfing emoji. It absolutely is. Um, this is the meanest thing he's ever done to me. Okay. Can we? We can't do a triple murder. That's not fair. So. No, it's not fair. I think you got to kill Rob Schneider. See, I'd kill Spade. I'm so, trying, okay, I'm, are we saying Mary Sandler? I think so. Okay, so that's we, we won't talk about that part anymore. Yeah. So thinking about the Schneider versus Spade situation here. Yeah. Which one is tolerable? Oh. Um. Oh God, Malcolm, I don't even know you, and I don't like you. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh my, this, oh, there's just so many things wrong with both of these. Yeah, so, like, I guess, yeah, I guess it's, like, which one could you handle? Ugh. Uh, I don't and know. I'm guessing, like, it's handle for, like, seven minutes? At the most? Mm-hmm. They're old. It's true. It's They're true. 50s, are they not? Yeah. I would say probably you kill Rob Schneider still. I think. I think that's what you I have just, to do. I just don't know if I could go to bed with someone who has hair like David Spade. <laughs> oh, you're funny. You don't have to look at him. <laughs> well, that's fair. So there you go. Does that solve your problem? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, Malcolm, Malcolm, you're a monster. He super is. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, two questions. Um, you have the power to turn one person you know into an NHL star, and it can't be, like, you. And so I'll say, like, I'm not going to turn you into an NHL star, and you can't turn me into an NHL star. Um, and Mike's choice is Matt Henderson, because if he actually did play the game, he would piss idiots off even more, and it would be hilarious. A person I know into an NHL star, huh? Um, I think I don't know. Who do you I know? What? I turned my husband into one. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm already committed to that. That's fair. That's a good point. And then you're just along for a different sort of ride. I guess so. Um, I would say, I'm just trying to think who I know that would be like, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. I'd turn, maybe my friend Ken. I think I would turn him into an NHL star. Hmm. I think that would be fun. 
I think he'd be an NHL star, like, like, Biz Nasty was an NHL star, but you know what I mean, to an NHL player. Well, yeah, star is a bit of a... Okay. And And last, last question for Mike. There's some quotes here. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. This question is, do you think Jamie Benn is a little pissed that Colin Kaepernick has moved in on his brand? Oh my god. (laughs) What is he sacrificing, though? Uh, I was just, as soon as I read it, I just was like, oh, I wish that we were doing this one in person, because it would be really funny. I know. But. I'm not. You you needed the facial expressions on this one. No, but the the pause, I think, was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's all that we have for today. (laughs) <laughs> and what, two hours? Or what, what are we at? <laughs> uh, 136. Okay, a short one. Wow, look at us go. Um, that's all we have for today. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more shenanigans. Probably. Yeah. We have to... So this is episode number 66. Um, and if we do it right, we will be recording episode 69 in nice. Sweden. With Amanda as our special guest. So, uh... Can't wait! That should be a whole bunch of ridiculous. Um, so... uh, But I think that means we have to skip a week. I gotta double check, but I'm pretty sure that means we have to skip a week. Uh, to make that work properly. Which is just fine, because, uh, as... I'm looking at my calendar for the next little while, my life is about to get super insane. So a week off might not be the worst thing. Um... Yeah, maybe we take next week off. Yeah, maybe. And then do the week... Yeah, okay, let's do that. That's probably a good idea. Okay. Um, but if you are, uh, if you have any ideas, things you want us to talk about, send us some questions, like respond to us when we ask for questions, that'd be super great. Um, I'm just, I'm just throwing that one out there. Um, but, uh, you can find our stuff on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Google Play. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MIG14. Also, apparently, uh, my students can sort of semi-find me on Twitter. That was a whole big thing. That was amazing, Megan. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a little bit terrifying, but then if she has figured out it's me, she hasn't followed me. Good. Which is fine. And I feel like maybe she knows that that needs to be a boundary, and I don't ever have to have that conversation. Um, She's a smart girl. Yes, because my Twitter is not private, right? Like, I don't particularly care. Um, but on the first day of school, well, no, first day with this one class, it was on Tuesday, um, a girl came into my grade 10 class and took a picture of my Taylor Hall things up on the board, and was like, this is my English teacher's room, and I have an Oilers Nation uh, sticker on my water bottle. And had it not been, uh, true, very truly, had my little Aaron Judge uh, beer cozy from Amanda not been showing in the photo, I feel like people wouldn't have necessarily automatically assumed that it was me, but I think it was the Aaron Judge that gave it away, for sure, for sure. Um, Because there's no identifying anything about me in either of those pictures. No, that's Uh, true. Right? And so... I recognize the poster that I made in the background. Well, of course you did, but, like, other people didn't know. Yes. Because I'd never posted a, a picture of that poster anywhere for anyone to see. And so... I, I feel like if that Aaron Judge thing hadn't have been, like, out there, she probably wouldn't have. Uh, or the people wouldn't have recognized me right away. But people are like, I think I know who this is. And I was just like, oh, you monsters, leave me alone. 
Um, yeah, exactly. But anyway, it's all good. Uh, so you can find me there. You can find Kelsey on Twitter at Garbage Fire Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Garbage Fire Pod. Yeah? Yeah, cast. I know okay. it's Garbage Fire Podcast. I don't know. If you um, type in whatever, Garbage Fire, you'll find us on Instagram. Don't worry. And we have an email, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com, and of course a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Thank you, Tyler. Yes. And again, uh, yeah, we'll probably take next weekend off then and then uh, get back to it uh, so that we can have a very special, very nice episode for you from Sweden. A very nice one. But I'm also probably going to be back in Edmonton, say, 27th, 28th, okay. so we might be able to do an in-person one next. Hooray! Okay, that'd be cool. Um, Hallelujah. All right. So, that, no, we'll ha- yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. <laughs>